0: Hello and welcome to episode four of Phantom of One. I am, as usual, Martin Leon, and I'm really glad that you're here. Um, today I have Anton on, just Anton or Anton Chingona, if you want to follow her on Instagram, uh, because she's humble like that. Um, she, I met her, I met her just this year. Um, actually, she's a student of uh, another friend of mine. And she started doing stand-up comedy. And I was there for her first English comedy show, for which I helped her also write a little bit. So she's kind of my goddaughter of uh, a stand-up comedy in English. She's super fun, super funny to talk to, you're going to see. And she's also starting a project, which you're going to hear more in a little bit. Um, But the project is basically a tournament for uh, up-and-coming... Like, basically, Mexican comedians who have been doing stand-up for less than a year. And it's all online, and I was invited on the show as a judge. And so I re- recorded this interview a while ago with the plan of recording it and letting you know about this before the show ended, which it ends this Thursday, July... Um, Is it 16th? Yeah, 16th. Thursday, July 16th. But if you want to see the episodes there in uh, the Facebook, Por la Moral's Facebook, Por la Moral being a a club, a comedy club in Puebla, Puebla being a city in Mexico, if you're listening from somewhere where you are not aware where Puebla is. Anyway, um, so, yeah, bad Martin, bad Martin, because like, like on the podcast, you can hear me say that this was going to come out on the 27th of June and it's actually not. It didn't it didn't because i'm a horrible person and i procrastinate and i'm sorry people but on that note how have you been uh i have been and I, i'm you know i hope that you've been doing well i i i told you that i have a new job and it's had its ups and downs social media has this thing i think i mentioned this already where you know you have to constantly you know m- bring out content and like see what's happening bring more and Let's just say that June wasn't a great month for my social media, uh, and while I shouldn't just take all responsibility, I have to admit some of it was mine. And it, oh my god, it's just it's it's tough, people. But I'm still in therapy. I'm still working to be more consistent with the east podcast there was supposed to be another diana chavez podcast between the last Phantom of one of this one that is yet to be edited but i also recorded the next uh the next episode of that podcast so now i'm kind of like which one will come out first so if you okay so if you're on patreon and it's kind of weird that i'm going oh if you're my patreon but like first of all if you're on my socials My socials being Twitter and Instagram, Mint Onaro, which is my name with all the letters mixed up, or on my Facebook. Uh, I have both Martin Leon Stand Up and Mint Onaro. You can see the new podcast going out. I also have a show that comes out weekly uh, with James Mendes called La Semanal, which you can follow on Instagram and La Period Semanal, or you can follow on Twitter and Facebook at La Semanal Show. You can follow us on YouTube. That's going to be on the show notes. There's that and there's also Fantastic, my fanfic Spanish podcast. But if you if you follow me on Patreon, uh, I am working on some stuff for for y'all for y'all. And also on Saturdays, I'm doing a Spanish stand-up comedy workshop. And if you're interested in me doing that in English, which is kind of like when I mean workshop, it's more like people come in, like try their comedy, and then like people at the workshop like we workshop together the comedy so if you're interested in doing that uh please do let me know through my socials or through my email which is at uh so yeah i'm gonna leave you with the interview i did with anton right now it's longish it's like 40 minutes long uh which i mean i'm trying to do 30 minutes but like there's so much to talk about with my friends because they're so interesting So thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, I'll see you after the interview. See you. Oh, well, you'll listen to me and my voice after the interview again. So, Let's it's in English.
1: Switch to English.
0: Yes, switch. Like, so you go into settings, you change yes. language.
1: <laughs> language, yeah.
0: So, anyway, hi, Anton.
1: Hello, Martín. Nice to see you.
0: Nice to see you, too, even though it's, we are so far away. Where in Mexico City do you live?
1: I live uh, in Azcapotzalco, near Tacuba.
0: Okay.
1: you do live you near Tacuba?
0: you live near Tacuba?
1: yes like the
0: subway station Takuba
1: yes like the subway station because I live
0: near there too really? I live do you know the Teatro Legaria? yes I live like behind Teatro Legaria
1: oh wow are we neighbors? I live more more near like uh, Claveria yeah so in the other side
0: yeah 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 but still we're not that far away
1: no we're almost neighbors that's great
0: yeah Let's cut this. Let's just meet. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was going to, first of all, could you please uh, introduce yourself to the five listeners of my podcast?
1: Hello, white audience. (laughs) Well, I'm Anton. Uh, I'm a psychologist in the day and during the night, a comedian, a started comedian. Um, I'm from Mexico City. I, have, I am 32 years old, and I started doing um, stand-up comedy in English around February 2020. So, yeah. as you can imagine, I don't have a lot of experience in scenarios.
0: <laughs> but- yeah, it also, it's also not a, like we have like so many stages here on Mexico to do uh, comedy in English.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I uh, um I think one of the main opportunities that I have had during the quarantine is to do some shows online. So that is kind of a, an experience at least I can or, try my jokes.
0: All right, you did it with Pinche Gringo, right? Yes. Ah, nice. You yes, should, I will put the stuff for you, for people to follow Pinche Gringo here. Yes uh in the in the show notes so you have been doing uh stand-up in, in english for like uh february is like is it 25 years ago that february
1: kind <laughs> of yeah like i think like 5048 exactly like
0: <laughs> it's, it's like jurassic park no like so yes. and when did you <laughs> when did you start doing a stand-up comedy in
1: spanish uh, in november I graduated from a course with Caro Campos, which is a Mexican comedian, uh, in November. I started. I took the course just because I wanted to have more tools to public speaking, mm-hmm. uh, because um, as a teacher, because I work as a teacher nowadays. Um, you always have like a lot of opportunities to have an audience, but when you're with adults or in a professional environment, it for me, it was kind of difficult um, Yeah, like to not get nervous, to get um, other, other tools for expre- expression. So yeah, I tried uh, stand-up comedy, just to see what could happen. And yeah, what happened is that I fell in love with stand-up comedy, and then I started doing it every time I can. And now, well, I'm producing shows, because I love the comedians so much that I want to see them every week. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty addictive when you like when you like it, and when you're good, also. It's it's it bears to say that you're good, uh, so like you have a, more of a reason to go uh, on stage. Uh, although some people that are bad are not at all, you know, deterred by that fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so the reason why I wanted you to wanted you to be in my podcast, like A, it's my podcast, and I want my friends to be in it. So I don't know if you consider me a friend, but I consider you a friend. So
1: Yes, I totally consider you a friend. Not only my friend, but my godfather. So that's beyond friendship. <laughs>
0: Aww, yeah, I have a godchild now. Yes. Um,
1: Not with I, that we are Catholics, but...
0: No, 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 no. But like, it's, it, it's cute. It's like, you know, it's like, it, it's a closer relationship that just like, yes, I met this woman and I suppose she's, suppose she's doing stand-up now. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, uh, no, but, th- like, I wanted to talk to you because, A, uh, you've been doing stand-up, like, uh, like for, a little, for, a little, for a very little while, but, like, you started, like you say, in November, February in English. Uh, and also because, like, we're going to talk about one of your projects in a little bit. Uh, so, like, first of all, you say you wanted to do, like, you wanted to do, like, and that, that's very common. Like, people say, like, well, you know, I want to be better at public speaking. Being funny might help me. Uh, But how did you start, like, where, like, what was the the trip between I want to do this and finding uh, a class? And why did you choose Caro Campos?
1: Well, I chose Caro Campos because I was following her, uh, like, I I think, like, from six years ago. Because that was the first show I saw from uh, stand-up comedy in Black Horse Bar. Um, I was walking around Condesa. And I saw the announcement that stand-up show tonight. So I went and I did, well, of course, I I have had some approach to to stand-up in English and I had my comedians. But seeing it on stage and get this approach of people apparently uh, improvising and making you laugh I, I i really liked it and 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 i remember being that night because it was caro campos kike vasquez and a french comedian that was around mexico city back then
0: yeah well, um hmm. oh my god I Risenol,
1: Risenol, Risenol, alexis Risenol, something yeah, like that yeah yeah alexis yeah, yeah yeah no they they were awesome that night so i was i i was thinking like that 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 could be something that I could do because when you see it, you think I have a ton of, 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 stories that are funny. I make people laugh. So maybe one day I could try it. And then when I did it and saw that it was really, uh, yeah, like study again, like having, uh, like a diploma and grabbing so many tools uh, about writing and improvising and also being connected with people. Uh, I got more interested because it was kind of a challenge especially because when you start doing it and also if you take a course with other people you can see different kind of talents yeah. and and different kind of topics which people want to portray in in reality you no? like to share with with the audience yeah I started finding that like what what do I want to share
0: and and how was that for you like when you when you actually started thinking what am i going to write what was what was the answer then what did you want to share
1: at the beginning i wanted to speak about uh deep mexican culture like all the phrases that we have mm-hmm. that are ridiculous and <laughs> like uh some of them uh, are like very deep philosophical problems Um there are some expressions that i don't get and and i started there but then I, I started thinking about my, my own personal fights and stories and started searching for other comedians that were um, sharing those stories and also but the first time that I got in, in a stage it was like really addictive like that, that connected me with my childhood when when you're a child and you're making everyone laugh and doing silly stuff that connected me with that emotion and it was like i immediately fell in love with that emotion of course at the beginning i was really nervous and i didn't want to do it but when you start getting laughs it is something amazing because you you feel that you can start also healing some things that that you use as um comedy tools
0: yeah yeah, yeah, no, I, and it, it's funny you mention that because you are the first person to mention that childhood feeling to me. Because uh, I was never really like a class clown, but I but I did use uh, like humor with like grownups, like you know, like and and it's always it's always fun to get laughs, you know, no matter how old you are, and it's also it's also a lot of fun. Uh, once you're on stage and once you're getting a laugh, because for me, like going on stage, getting my first laugh is like I'm home. Like I never want to leave. You have to leave. You can't, you know, people have to go back home. But, um, but, but it is, but, but you're the first person to mention it, like make this connection, which for me has always like been there. Without it being, uh, oh, yeah, like, I was, like, the funniest person in my class. No, like, I was, a, mm-hmm. I, was I was a fucking weirdo. Like, none of my... <laughs> and, like, nobody got my humor, but grown-ups were like,
1: well, you know, that's kind of funny. Yes. Yes, and also because you have a sense of humor that sometimes I don't know if I I should laugh about it. <laughs> like, <have> sometimes <laughs> I'm like, mm, it, that's so funny, but... <laughs>
0: was that a joke or a confession?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Is this a show or like an intervention? I'm not sure. Yes, yes.
1: Would I, would I look mean if, if I laugh about this, this story that, that Martin is sharing? Yes. And also, I don't know, like for me exploring that, because one thing that I discovered is that one thing is to be around people and making jokes in the moment with the topics that the people bring to the table. And other completely different thing is to think about and observe it around you And and make jokes about it. Like you can all very, we we were talking about that during the week. Like it's very easy to fall on the meme joke uh, or the joke that everyone is doing because we are not used to observe our surroundings and uh, and also our feelings. And to connect those two things with the public opinion is something that you need a lot of tools to, to achieve.
0: Yeah. And like you say, when, because in the end, as a comedian, your talent is to make jokes. Uh, In fact, my, a phrase, uh, my ex-boyfriend said a lot, which I, I've taken to heart. It's like people think that the job of a comedian is to be funny, but rather Mm -hmm. the, in order to be a comedian, that's the least you have to be like now, like your talent is being funny. Now you have to be funny. Like, in a conversation, or in a in a screenplay, or on stage, or whatever, and and what you say right now is it, like it's it, it's super true because like when you're talking to people, you might be like riffing off what they're saying and blah blah. blah. But once you go on stage and it's just you and it's just like I have this idea that I thought it was funny and the audience is like, eh, yes. don't quit your day job. <laughs>
1: yes, 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 and and at the beginning, like well. It's not that I have a long career, but at the beginning you 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 want to to take the laughs of people uh, whatever it costs, you know like making a silly joke or saying someone else's joke. but now that that I have had the chance to talk to other comedians like like more experienced comedians and also to have like workshops with with all other starter comedians, i I started like thinking, well, how am I gonna use this voice that I have? And, and also I don't wanna talk about uh, like the common things, you know, like I want to challenge myself to come up like maybe with dark jokes uh, or maybe talk about topics that, that I am always having an opinion and always uh, sharing news about it, but do it in a funny, funny way.
0: And for example, like, of course right now, like, we're only doing shows online. You had a, are, you, are you having any shows online?
1: An issue with online shows?
0: No, like, are you, are you doing the online show thing?
1: Yes, yes, I, I am trying to do once a week. Uh, because I think it's a big opportunity to try jokes uh, without the risk. Well, it depends, because it's without the risk of hearing people not laughing, like the silence. But it is also kind of weird to be talking to no one and not having any reaction.
0: Yeah. No, it is super weird. Like uh because I did a show with you for yes. um for uh for, it was for the day against homophobia and yes. it was uh to get funds for Cuenta Conmigo, which is an LGBT and Gimel which is also another uh Jewish L- LGBT uh uh non for profit. Mm-hmm. and we did have, like, an audience there, and they laughed, and it was, like, it, it, it was good. But, like, I have recorded some stuff, like, just recorded and then sent it, and it's just, like, like at the middle of it, I'm just, this is weird, this is, like... <laughs> I should, like, get a neighbor or something to just, like, sit there, laugh at it. Um, yes. But, like, right now, like, you're... So, you're, so you're, you're trying to do once a week. Is this, like, a show or, like, an open mic? There
1: are a lot of open mics happening in Instagram. Yeah for beginners. So every time I, I see that someone is going live and they have an open mic, I try to... to I'm there. Yeah. That's
0: good. And so what are you writing about right now?
1: Well, I'm writing about two things. Um, one is abortion and, and the stigma... And in- a
0: super easy topic. Like, you know, I love, you know, like that never causes, you know... We
1: always talk about it. Exactly.
0: It's super There's open. There's no
1: opinions around it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because that that that's the thing. Like I I started go deeper on on uh, experiences, and we started talking about how this debate is still going on in some states in Mexico, and how it's always a, a stigma. Like worse than abortion is the person who does an abortion. So I'm gonna talk about that, and how are a lot of things um around that, and and that are worse that we don't see because there is no, like, this Catholic idea of life and stuff. And also, I am writing about how bad it would be. Well, I I was thinking about my own students and how are they coping with the quarantine stuff and online lessons and being around their parents all day long. And I thought about myself, and I was like, they are my superheroes, really. Like, I don't know. I, I would go nuts if it was my case. Like... Back in the day when we had, uh, like, a telephonic internet that you should use, like, just yeah. an hour a day because that interfered with, with the yeah. telephonic calls. And then,
0: like, all of a sudden, you were, like, your internet went off. It's like, who, took, like, who who's yes. using the phone? <laughs> yes. I'm downloading a JPEG. It'll take a day.
1: Yes, yes. I want this song to be ready for uh Monday, so I need to start <laughs> downloading it now. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, and also the whole experience because uh, when you're an adolescent, for some for some young kids, school is like a refugee where yeah. you see your friends, you talk about how bad it's to live with your parents and all your dreams and like even though that you overreact about everything, you have your tribe to talk about those topics, but yes. nowadays that they are not sharing with anyone. I mean, I think
0: they have an advantage that they have, you know, like Snapchat, I don't know, they, you know, they have TikTok, they have uh, texts, so, like, it's easier to stay connected with friends after mm-hmm. a certain age, like, I, have, I, have, I do have, like, friends who have, like, really young children. And will those mm-hmm. children like they, you know they they're not going to be like you know it, it, like it's rather that like their their parents have to be like oh my god let's keep you entertained and look a toy and look another toy and like take care of her I'm gonna do, so uh, but but it is really interesting because I, I was thinking like if I had to like have gone into quarantine with my parents when I was a teenager someone would have died probably yes. me. Um, or I would have just been like, you know what, I'm just going to move into a tent in the yard. <laughs> like,
1: yes, I'm going to ask a neighbor to, to rent me uh Like a
0: room, garden. yes, These basically. Things. Or we can just switch ne- rooms with like the next door kid, you know? Like, you, yes. can, you can get sick of him and then we'll come back. Uh, are you staying with someone through quarantine?
1: Yes, I live with my boyfriend and with my two dogs and my two cats, so they keep me really busy.
0: Yeah, well, two dogs and two cats. What are, like, Are what what breed of dog?
1: It's Labrador. I don't know okay. if it's the name in English. And yeah. the other is a Cocker Spaniel. So Those are, like, like very,
0: super high-energy breeds. Yes, I think. two
1: very different personalities because one is, like, always with you and don't, he doesn't leave me, like, alone. I try to do some exercise in the garden, <laughs> uh, and he's always around, like.
0: He's like, "What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, do you need me to be here? Yes. Do you need me here in this point?"
1: <laughs> what happens if if you do a squat and I put over you? <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, and this, so you've been doing. You say you you were producing a lot of shows. Uh, you're still producing some shows, and now you started this idea for which you invited me as a judge, which I am very grateful for, because I love judging people. It is one of my top 10 activities to do, <laughs> top three. Um, but, uh, but so you started this project called the Virgin Comedy Cop. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, well, it, it is a great story because after we finished this show that we did for, for May, uh, and for getting donations for Cuenta Conmigo and Gimel. Um, I, I saw that we are in front of a big opportunity, which is get together people without problems of agenda because obviously no one has, like, a lot of things to do nowadays. <laughs> what are you going to do? And also, uh, like, it's really easy to click and be there with a lot of people that you won't see around if we were, like, doing live shows. Um, so I started talking with a couple of friends, which are also started comedians and we started talking about, um, how good it would be if it were, um, contest or something for new comedians, because obviously if, if you get together with comedians, uh, and talk to them, they start to, to be like your mentors. And you're like in a cozy place to do your comedy and you start doing shows and opening shows and open mics and stuff. But there's a lot of people that maybe doesn't have the confidence or maybe doesn't have the well-known comedian to, to have as a mentor, or maybe they, they are just starting. And it's a very difficult thing. Well, it was before the quarantine to get onto a, an open mic, for example. Like there's a long, long list yeah.
0: Well, depends on the open mic. I mean, yes, you're talking about the walk open mic, which uh, which is the second time we mentioned into here in this podcast as a <laughs> difficult open mic to get into, and it is. Um, but like, of course, there are other open mics. They're just not the same.
1: Yes. Yeah. And there are also other open mics in other places that are not comedy places, and it's also very hard to do yes. it. Like, it's a bet of the businesses to open for for stand-up comedy, but also the public is like, why are they interrupting my dinner? Like exactly, no. <laughs> what, it, it, what is these people that that their jokes are not so good and I'm not laughing and then they they are just interrupting here? Like
0: no, the, the, there is a thing uh, that I that I that I that I when when someone like calls me for like a show or something like someone will be like, oh yeah, we're gonna have a dinner when one we want to open my like, like comedy there and I'm like when do you want the comedy because like Uh you know we're not like a trio of you know like you know like you know like a strings quartet you know we we can't just be on the background while people eat you know we're going to be talking about you know we we need people's attention you know um and they're like oh yeah we thought like in the middle of dinner you could just do your show it's like no 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 no. it's either before dinner or after dinner Yes. Like, we don't like otherwise in the middle of dinner, like, yeah, people are want, want to talk to each other, and you're just like, Hey, have I talked to you about my date last night? And I was like, We don't care. Uh, yes. In but the yes. middle of
1: their like,
0: exactly. And exactly, and when exactly for open mic, sometimes like, I'll like, they'll call me and they're like, We want an open mic in this place. And you know, a lot of times they're thinking, Okay, you guys are gonna come in and we're gonna have like a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of comedians, it'll be amazing. And it's, you have to tell them, like, Well, you know, Mm, it'll take a while for things to work out, A, and B, it's an open mic. I am not in any way, shape, or form guaranteeing a good comedy show. Like, people have to understand, like, this is open mic. It might be bad. It might be good. We're trying our best.
1: Yes. Yes, and and I have heard tons of stories about dark jokes during an open mic, like very cruel jokes and people like getting offended because yes, they are having dinner and they didn't expect a show show, and they didn't pay to see these comedians. Maybe if you bring them like someone experienced or someone that is really famous, they will be pleased. But if, if, well, we are trying our, our jokes, our material, and sometimes it's a very deep material. Well, yeah, it's yeah. not like a very good uh, starting point.
0: Exactly. So, but that, it, but that was when we were allowed to go outside and do the shows. So, like you, you, we, you, so we do the Zoom show for Gimel and Cuenta Conmigo. You see this opportunity, and then what happens?
1: Then we started talking about doing it, uh, like doing um, a call for, for young comedians, for starter comedians, only starter comedians, like not, not people that have more experience um, for, for doing a contest. like It was a very, very simple idea, like let's, let's bring some experienced comedians like Martin, like Caro, like people that, that um, are, how could you say, like training comedians. And uh, that they are always willing to work, and I always say that they, that they have this pedagogy uh, from 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 the comedy. No, like they they have uh, really good advices, and that they are guide guides tutors for for young comedians. And then we started talking about it. Uh, started like very quick. Like that that was very important. We are three comedians, three started comedians. One one is in Oaxaca. Uh, which is Juan Pablo, and the, the two girls, Lorena and I, are, are in Mexico City. So th- at first, it was just an idea of what what if you you invite your Oaxacan comedians and fight against our friends, which are from Mexico City, and let's take it from there. But then we started like, ah, I just spoke to Martin, I just spoke to Jos, I just spoke to other people that were also like imposing this idea, and now we have a great cup, the Virgin Comedy Cup. Yeah, it was not my idea. I would love to to say that it was my idea, but it wasn't, um, because we we were talking about being virgins in in the in the uh, yeah. scenario and in the scene.
0: It is a it is I have to say a great name, a great name, because like yes. whenever someone comes in, like and like in every open mic that'll be that person is like their first time at open mic, and they'll say, like, we're, we're popping your cherry. We're, you know, we're taking your yes. virginity away. Um, so that's, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good name. I like it. Yes. And it's also, like, a name that, you know, brings it, like, it, it makes you bet Virgin Comedy
1: Cup. <laughs> yes. I know. It, it gave us instantly a lot of branding, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and, and, and also from there, like, calling the comedians virgins, and, you know, like, there has been a lot of jokes around that name.
0: You, you, like, you literally came up with a name, like, it's kind of like RuPaul's Drag Race, in which, <laughs> in which yes. it's, like, so obvious, but, like, finally someone took it, and now, now everyone's going to be like, why wasn't this my idea? I
1: know. Uh,
0: so how many people are participating in the Virgin Comedy Up?
1: Well, now we are about to announce the 10 people that are going to be part well, of the show, of the, the proper season. show. But we have been doing the contest uh, from, for, from the last two weeks. We received 63 videos okay. uh, from around Mexico. Uh, and it was really cool to watch. Like, there's people that have been doing stand-up comedy for a couple of months. People that was their first um, routine. So oh, it was nice. awesome to watch, yes. Um well, and now we have 20 contestants and we're about to announce the 10 that are going to participate each week. Yes. Uh, so each week... I know gonna... who
0: are the 20 because I got to vote on them.
1: Yes. And I what did you a... say? Like, what I just did put you...
0: a whole bunch of no's. I'm like, oh, you suck no <laughs> No, like, I was... I, I, again, I was... There were some jokes there that I was very impressed by. Like, there were was, was some, like some very good uh very good concepts that i really liked uh of course there were like i I mean there there wasn't in some open mics you'll have the person like one person will come in and you he will do five minutes and you're like you're going you're going places kid uh i did i honestly didn't see one that was like you know like blew me out of the water but i saw some very good ones and also i was really 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 happy that you managed to get like 20 comedians that uh 20 new comedians that were like uh that had a a, a level of um of quality to their jokes uh yes. and you can tell that they're they, they they have been seeing stand-up for long enough that they're like okay i can because when we we're starting we have no idea like we, we, we yes. saw a lot of stand-up in english which is another beast altogether um so yeah no i was i was pleasantly surprised i must say
1: Yes, I'm really surprised about the scene that, that is in Mexico because we received um, some videos from collectives from the northern part of Mexico, uh, Aguascalientes, which is a study, state like kind of the, in the north, but in the middle, not yeah, the top north. Like, uh, the they Mexican have four thing. comedians now in the in the ultimate list, like not in the ten, but in the twenty that are still in the contest. And I was so amazed by those four comedians, like they are doing something completely different. Also, Oaxaca is doing a very good quality uh, comedy, and I'm very impressed by that, and also wanting to to do a workshop with them, like, can you please check my jokes? Because <laughs> like, I am really of what I have seen, you know, because-
0: Part of you, you was know? going like, I can just delete the video and keep the jokes.
1: Yes. No one will know. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> No but it it, it is fantastic.
0: Uh, but it, like in so in, your role is just producing. Like yes. I suppose that that's kind of, kind of kind of a sad thing that since you're producing you can't participate on it.
1: Yes, yes, and and also we had like this temptation of doing you know what let 's participate in the contest and see what happens. But the thing is that the whole experience has been around um, building a community of comedians, like we are very taking care of how do we communicate people that is not in the contest anymore, and we are trying to offer them other options for them to keep working on their material and also to get to know them. Uh, and try to uh, organize other shows once we can in other states. So I think, even though I'm not going to be in the spotlight, or we are not going to be in the spotlight, we are getting a lot out of this situation, like organizing everything, being in touch with, with comedians that are like huge comedians, uh, like yourself, like Caro, like other invited uh, that we're going to have.
0: Eh? Are you calling me fat? <laughs>
1: no. well after this quarantine like, <laughs> everyone is getting fat everyone
0: is getting fat yeah no my god oh my god like I just had some chicharron in salsa verde like that's oh, not <laughs> that's not a diet, that that may be green but it's not a diet food in any shape no. or form uh, it, it,
1: no. it, it has some green on it so it counts like salad
0: for so, me so okay so like, let me see my dates because this is probably going to be coming out around June 27th
1: so what, uh, the, when, the show? Oh,
0: this. Uh, this. This, this podcast. So, okay. when is the Virgin Comedy Cup uh, happening? Uh, Thursday,
1: eighteen is the first transmission.
0: Okay, so and then like afterwards, and it's in Spanish. So, like for yes. listeners who who want to practice their Spanish, like just go, they can follow Virgin Comedy Cup on Instagram and Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, okay, so just uh, two more questions. Well, one more question and then another thing. Uh, my question is. As a comedian, uh, because you're also a teacher, uh, Mm -hmm. like the comedy is something you stumbled into, kind of. Uh, So like right now, what would be your ideal thing to happen comedy-wise for your career?
1: Well, uh, I would love to keep producing. And also, I think... I'm going to focus on, on doing this mentorship for new comedians and trying to provide some spaces from there. Like, uh, just like focusing more on producing and connecting people that it's starting. And I really like what I do in my daytime. I really like to be around kids. And also because I work in the inclusion program, I, I really like to be uh, creating opportunities for people in the school that I work But obviously, uh, this has changed my perception about life, about people, about what I can do, what am I capable of doing. And if it comes a big shot for me in comedy, I will totally take it. Like, for me, my focus is now on on producing and on making Virgin Comedy Cup really, really big and maybe drop my career as a teacher.
0: Nice, nice. I love you kids, but not that much. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and finally uh what are
0: you what what have what has been keeping you sane through quarantine like what are you watching what are you reading what are you what's happening besides the shows
1: i'm taking a lot of online courses well right
0: you put you put that on facebook that you're like am i the only one just buying online courses you yes, are
1: like like a crazy person really. what
0: courses are you are you taking? <laughs>
1: Uh, I am mainly focused on branding and Instagram marketing. Okay. Um, you know these method- methodologies uh, of of creating, innovating, and uh, in creatica and in domestica. Okay. But oh my God, they are so good! Like you cannot stop. Uh, they 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 know their product obviously, and but every time really I see a commercial, I, I'm like buying no 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 no. I, I, I'm i <laughs> still not finishing the, the first that I got <laughs> and they are really cheap
0: oh really how like yes. how cheap how cheap are they like 200 pesos or less oh wow yes yeah no yes. that's super cheap mm-hmm. because like a stand-up comedy course will take you back like 2,000 pesos it's like...
1: yes yes
0: which is 200 yes, which but... is actually what like 100 dollars uh <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know I wanted to buy the the comedy course, uh, the Steve Martin comedy course in wow. whatever our website is that I'm forgetting that it's now. <laughs> so um, okay, so classes. Anything else? Like any like you, any you
1: should be you should be recording one really, like for beginners. I should maybe you could be the next the next uh, domestic, uh, Big product, really. I can see you there <laughs> making jokes everywhere. I
0: suck at uh, the- else,
1: Well, obviously, I spend a lot of time doing the chores in the house, you know, like sweeping, mopping.
0: I just, yeah. Did, yeah, we're talking. I just finished that. But I listen to podcasts while I'm doing it. I don't know yeah Yeah, I'm
1: starting, I, I'm starting to listen to podcasts because there's a lot of people doing it. And also, well, because for me it's a new experience. Even though in secondary they were a huge thing, then they went down and then they have this opportunity right now to, to record every week and to have a lot of, of new topics. I have found, like, really, really interesting, um, yeah, podcast um, regarding all that I want to do but I don't have the time to do
0: uh, <laughs> or they willing to do. Same, same, same. It's like, I cannot, I mean, I don't have time for that, but I can listen to someone talk about
1: it. Yes, yes. Uh, for example, so, I'm, I'm, I am um, hearing, well, listening to to the minimalists, and I'm like, oh, that would be so cool if I could just get away and, and drop all my things, but now then it finishes, and it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm really bonded with this, napkin
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like did you see the Marie Kondo uh, Netflix show like I yeah like after every episode it's like it's true but then like you you see your house I'm like yes no everything brings me joy yes yes, you know like maybe a little bit maybe not that much joy but I'm not gonna throw
1: anything yes I'm not ready to say goodbye to this exactly
0: (laughs) Uh, any any particular so you're listening to The Minimalists in okay Uh, and and anything else um you're t- you're doing it ex- you said you're doing exercise what are you what exercise are you doing
1: Ah, yes well a, a friend of mine is taking a course of uh yes i'm doing that uh, three times a week uh for becoming a trainer so it started just as a thing of uh, hey guys do you want to try like I, I i need to train people in order to get my trainer course and whatever and i was like yeah well yeah well I can do it. I, instead I, of walking around I love my your,
0: I, I love your kombucha girl moment. Just like,
1: eh. <laughs> 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 um And that started like a, a month and a half ago. And we keep going like, I call her Pinche Pam. Because really, like, she is killing us every single session. But... We are all starting to, to feel the effects of doing exercise tre- uh, three times a week because, well, of course we're getting stronger. Not fitter, but at least we're stuck <laughs> in the middle because we can eat a lot and then yeah. burn it. It's
0: <laughs> yeah, this things like, why am I not losing weight? Well, you have a donut and you're like, why am I not losing weight? I'm doing so much exercise. Yes. That's great, that's great. Well, thank you so much for this anton uh I, i'm gonna put every, where can the people follow you by the way
1: uh yes well my main contact is in instagram como anton chingona
0: which is gonna be again on the show notes and I'm, yes you and can if see you're on there. youtube Thank you very much. you're on youtube we are actually on screen and i'm gonna put it somewhere around Thanks. uh and well i Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of Virgin Comedy Cup. It's always, like, I, like, personally, I just love anything that gets more people involved in comedy, especially in Mexico, because the comedy scene, even though it feels so big here in Mexico City, like, the fact that you're, like you say, it's people from Aguascalientes San Oaxaca, it's just, like, we have, it's amazing to have, like, all of these different point of, points of view and And again, judging people is one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really grateful whenever I get to do that. Um, So again, thank you so much for being here. Thank
1: you for inviting me, but especially for always being that person which I can rely on new plans and and also bringing all your positive attitude. I love it. I, I think, well, I'm very happy for you to be our judge because I know for a fact that the comedians are going to take a lot out, out of your opinion and that you're a great teacher and you need to be developing the, the, the next uh, scene, comedy scene in Mexico. So you definitely had to be there and thank you very much for, for accepting.
0: <laughs> we're going to cut right now because I'm going to cry. That's what's happening. <laughs> no, thank you so much and I hope to see you soon.
1: Yes. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: So that was the interview with Anton. If you are interested in seeing the episodes for Virgin Comedy Cup, they're in Spanish. You can find them in Por La Moral's Facebook page. Uh, The final is going to be this Thursday, July 16th. You can watch that live on Por La Moral's Facebook page. And, again, you can follow Anton on Instagram at Anton Chingona. You can follow me at Mentonero, uh Twitter and Instagram, Martin Leon Standup on Facebook. You can also find my Patreon at Mentonero. Um So, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for being here. And if you have time, please rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it and yeah i appreciate all of your comments to improve this have a nice uh however long it takes me for (laughs) the next one hopefully it'll be the two weeks that i am saying it's gonna be between this episode and the last episode and the next episode the next my god just martin okay love y'all goodbye